book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book, describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation, and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. Hi guys, happy Monday. We are ready for the year to be done and over with um I'm just like I need a break I need a breather yeah for sure um our family's kind of going through a hard transition right now as we get ready to both PCS and say goodbye to one another again um and that's never easy on anybody, but especially when you have kids, there's so much that goes into being a military child that other people don't realize. I think everybody sees the deployment and the separation from dad or mom, and that is totally valid and definitely something that our kids struggle with. But um, when it's time to move or, you know, saying goodbye to family or friends or even when family comes to visit and they have to go, it's always a really hard time. Um, for the kids and we wanted to come on and kind of share with you guys hopefully a little bit of comfort for yourself as parents but also maybe some um, things that you can apply for your children um, when these times arise Uh, we have a lot of kids guys and they're (laughs) they're emotional states all range we have some kids that it just rolls off their back Um, we have other kids that hide their feelings and then explode and then we have other kids that are too little to understand what's happening that we can give you a really good broad um, spectrum of advice as far as how to approach things how to validate their feelings and how to kind of make them feel better I think we know as moms you can't take away all the pain. And I think that's one of the most frustrating things is to watch your child upset, knowing that you can't make it better. Um, But, you know, hopefully this will, even if you're like, that won't work for my kid, hopefully it will bring a little bit of uh, sunshine in a shitty day. (laughs) Yeah. Or at least kind of normalize, like, I can't believe I'm putting my kids through this, you know, and at some point, whether you're um, military or not, your kid is going to have to say goodbye. It's like a um, life lesson, really, that you're yeah. teaching. Obviously, they say goodbye quite a bit more often, but they're still going to have those hard goodbyes. You know, some civilians um, don't live close to their families and you have to say those things or, you know, when they grow up and friends move and you go to different schools and all those things. But um, to kind of normalize, like, for one, feeling at a loss, like, I don't know how to help them, you know, like, I right. don't like, I I'm hurting with them in this situation um, and that you don't have to know, like you don't have to say everything. You don't have to know everything. Like, you know, some um, goodbyes, they may take a little easier and some they more, maybe a little bit more detrimental. Um, I feel like that's a, I don't know, like if you're making pros and cons, you know, of like yeah. ending up at the same duty station with your friends, it's like a con because it's like, 
Okay, well, we spent three years together at Bragg, and we had a hard, you know, goodbye, but then we were reunited eight months later, and we spent another, you know, two years together, and so now it's like, it's not like a short, you know, one or two year goodbye, it's like a five year goodbye, (laughs) like, yeah, it's like, we've built a lot of emotions, and like, home and family like her kids are my kids like they're my family and I love them so much and so I cried because she had the baby from me for three weeks like I was telling her I was okay like, but not on purpose <laughs> she had sickness or whatever but um I told her when we were talking over the phone one morning and I was like I don't know like I can't even begin to think about it because like, it's gonna make me so sad because at least your older kids remember me like he when he sees me now, her youngest, he's what, um, four months, six months, five months. six months yeah. now or something. Um, so <laughs> can't even keep count. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when her older kids see me or talk to me on the phone, like they know. And so when he sees me in like over the phone currently or in person, like his face lights up and I always mm-hmm. pick on his, her husband, like I am, he likes me better. I'm, I'm his best friend. <laughs> like <laughs> He'll smile at me on the phone and not smile at you. And that means I'm his best friend. So like, facing the realization that you're going to have to say goodbye to somebody who doesn't quite understand it, but I fully understand it is so hard. And then, you know, to see, so he won't cry, but to see the older kids cry, um, I'm going to be like, I can't do it. Just hold your tears. It is so, (laughs) so hard, especially because sometimes it's really hard to find the words to explain to them. So, you know, whether it's deployment or PCS or just saying goodbye to grandma, Um, It's really hard to find the words to help them rationalize and understand that this is just kind of our life and what we have to do. Uh, And nobody wants to tell their eight year old, like, this is our life, get over it. But as an adult, like you're able to rationalize. And as a child, it's really hard to rationalize and understand like, okay, but like, why can't dad get a different job? Or why can't mom get a different job? Like you, there's they don't understand like there's a contract involved. Your, your parent is literally owned by the government. Um, you can't really explain that kind of stuff to kids. So I think one of the best ways to do it is to let your child feel the emotions, just like as an adult, sometimes you just need to feel the emotion as a child, let them feel the emotion. We always tell our kids like, you're allowed to be sad. You can be sad. It's a sad thing. Like, you know, dad's leaving or we're moving. Like these are life altering moments and it's okay if you're sad. And I understand that you're sad. And then, you know, once you realize like, okay, you've been like going on like a week, that's when we start to be like, okay, I know you're sad, but like, we have to kind of pull ourselves out of the sadness. We have to, to keep on going because dad wouldn't want you sitting around dad wouldn't want you moping around the house and not doing things that you love to do my son said um recently when he started wrestling that he didn't want to do it if his dad wasn't going to be home and I had to explain to my son like if you don't do these if you don't do things when the opportunity arises because your dad's not home then you may never get to be able to do anything because your dad is in the military and he does not get to just be home. Um, so you, you can't let them, uh, miss out on things just for the sake of missing somebody else. You know, you can still miss your parent and enjoy yourself as a child while they're gone. Yeah. I think it's um, important to 
for one, take into account your child, right? You don't want to be like, feel your feelings, feel them, feel your feelings. If your child's like, oh, I'm okay. Like, you know, like, it's okay. You can cry. You can cry. You can cry. And then like, I don't want to cry. Like, I'm fine. So I think it's really important to take into account your child and then go from there. And like you said, teach them that you can be sad. It's okay. Like, if you don't want to cry, you don't have to cry. But if you do want to cry, like, you don't have to bottle it in on account of me or your dad or your siblings or, you know, them because you don't want them to be sad when you're leaving. Um, Like, it's okay to express that and to not sulk, right? Like life is going to continue to go on. Um, but I think it's, it's kind of like the fear of missing out, right? But not for you, if that makes sense. Like you're kind of like, if I do this, then, you know, he's not going to see me at any of my wrestling matches. And I'm going to be like a pro before he comes home. And then he's going to miss it all, you know, and it's kind of like, well, I want him to experience all of this with me. And I think it's important to express like, especially to children when you know your friend is moving, like our girls, they're best friends. They have been together since they were four. Um, They were like, they are connected at the hip. You cannot separate them. And so to show them like, we're going to write letters. We have phone calls. You can, you know, talk on FaceTime. We can, um, you know, plan get togethers. Maybe when we cross paths, like we'll go there. Maybe one day, you know, both dads are army. We we could end up at the same um, station again. And so things like that to kind of encourage them, like this is not a, you know, end of it a lot of people always say like it's never um goodbye it's see you later and it is right like you can always see you later but like when I'm faced with the brunt reality of it when I like when I have to say goodbye to her to like I know it's not goodbye because you know whatever we'll talk and everything but it's more um you know reality more sets in like the when I will actually see you again is yeah. further than it is going to be closer. So it is like, in a sense, it is goodbye. And it's a pill that I have to swallow while encouraging my child. I'm like, it's not goodbye. It's see you yeah. later. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, I, one thing that I thought was really cool is my daughter, do- my daughter was friends with uh, a neighbor and um, she just moved and her mom printed out, like it was a picture of her and then it's, um, now if you don't have, like, if your child doesn't have a phone, to- totally okay. Like you're either pro or against, and we're not here to judge, but the, the, the daughter had her own little phone. So it said, um, uh, my phone number, my mom's phone number. Um, and I thought that was really cool because that way, you know, as these kids are getting older, technology is being introduced and stuff. And so they have the opportunity to stay in touch. So if you are on the face of like, you know, maybe a PCS or something. Um, that's a great way uh, to let your child stay in touch. Like, hey, I'm going to give you um, this many cards because my girls are getting phones for Christmas, but like they're not going to know their phone number. Like you're not going to be able to give that out. Mom will give it out to the people who who need to have it. Um, and so I thought that was a great way to be able to, to show like you can still stay in touch with this, this friend from this space and that friend from this space and whatnot without introducing them into like social media and all of those things, you know? Um, so I thought that was a really cool idea. And even if, you know, say they don't have a phone, maybe I've seen in the, um, have you seen those things that you can like put up in, I guess you could put them anywhere, but like my mind always goes to the kitchen, but it's kind of like a, it's like a screen, like an Alexa, but with a screen and then mm-hmm. it call people. I thought that was just an amazing thing for military kids because they could walk in and be like, Hey, Google call Auntie Felicia. You know what I mean? And then yeah. call you or something like that. And that way it, 
my kids, like, they don't really like to tell me how they're feeling until it's a little bit too late. So I would, I love the fact that they can utilize something like that to, if they're having a hard day, can they, they can walk in the kitchen and be like, Hey Google, call so-and-so and get that little uplift that they need. Um, cause we all know kids, it's really hard to be like, Hey, come here, sit down. So-and-so's on the phone and wants to say hi to you. Like if they're in the middle of doing something, it's like pulling teeth to get a kid to like focus or, or to also some, like I have a lot of kids. So to get them to have a conversation with somebody without interrupting or whatnot, I think it gives a little bit of independence to where they can call somebody and have their own conversation and whatnot. So that would be, I think that would be really cool. I would do something like that even for just my kids. Um, you know, like if, if, if it was something like you and I did somebody that you're close with and be like, Hey, look, I'm buying this for Christmas. Cause you know, we're moving by your daughter one so that they can call each other. Um, and then I don't have to like pass my phone around a, <laughs> a million times a day. So, um, I think always, adva- always validating their emotion, but also giving them a tool to be able to, um, keep those connections, whether that's letter writing, whether it's FaceTiming or or anything like that, you want to, you want them to know that like, just because you're leaving it, that you still have a friend there. Like you're, that connection's not over. Yeah. Well, we would do the same thing with dads, right? Or moms, when they deploy, you send little pictures and little cars and different things like that. You send Christmas cards everywhere. So like, it's no different. I think it's an especially great tool when your children are older, like my eight-year-old loves to get mail. She's yeah. like, what? I got mail? Like, oh, she's, you know, blues, blues. Oh, I got a letter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, now that she can write and do her things, um, there's been plenty of times that we've, you know, gone to wherever and got a postcard. And she was like, she would love the picture on this postcard. And I'm yeah. like, it's 25 cents and it's 50 cents for a stamp. So under a dollar. And she's super excited to, you know, send something to her grandma or send something to her aunt or send something to her friend. Um, that would be fun, right? Like take yeah. your kids on a um, day and be like, oh, we're going to stop at all these different stores and you guys find postcards. And then every month you send one. Um, for Christmas this year, we got our girls um, scrapbooking supplies. Yeah. And um, so they each have this little, what do you think, like a Polaroid camera. Um, and so they can take their pictures and fill their scrapbook with all of their friends. Like say you're, you know, say it's not Christmas time or whatever. And you're just PCSing, like, here's a gift. It costs us what? 10 bucks, Cody at mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby or something um, to get them a scrapbook and like a restock of film. You could even buy like the ones that we used to have, you know, they had to actually take to Walmart and have developed. Yeah. Um, so you could even buy each of them those and be like, we're going to spend the weekend together or the week or, you know, you move in a month, like fill this whole camera roll and we're going to fill it up and you guys can take all the pictures that you want. And then, you know, scrapbook it or something. And this can be like your at brag series or whatever it is, like just yeah. um, finding ways to involve them. I think it gets a lot harder when they get older and they really, really grasp that, like, she's not going to live around the corner anymore. Like mm-hmm. um, our boys again, they're connected at the hip. They are best friends, but they're also four and five. So sure. They might come up with me like, you know, if I drive in the direction of Cody's house, my son's like, we're going to auntie Cody's house. They're <laughs> like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> but um, so they do recognize like the absence and things, you know, um, her husband's gone. And so my kids are like, he got these, um, I don't know what they're called. They're like called sweet tart rolls or something like that. Anyways, he had a bunch of them in his pack and he's like, I'm going to put one away for my sister, for my brother, for my uncle D. And it's just like, (laughs) you know, mindlessly thinking. So they're not sitting there like 
super, super sad about it. Whereas my eight year old's like, I'd really like to see my Aunt Cody kind of thing, you know? So it's, um, it's a little easier, the smaller they are. Um, daddy dolls, they do daddy dolls does like the, the people, um, like any, any person really. And they have your your kids want, uh, auntie Cody doll pretty much. (laughs) See, this was going really good. And then she got selfish. (laughs) But they do, like, you know, if it's grandma or it's your auntie, you know, like, my kids would love a thing of auntie. They just, they love things and are love people. And so um, you could do that, like, if you, you know, you guys are really, really close or something. Um, There's just a whole bunch of ways to incorporate it and be like, you know, they say enough goodbyes. It's um, to just kind of be like, I don't know what the word I am looking for is. I'm drawing a blank. But I know when we come up to the time, we've, we've, um prepared there we go to prepare them (laughs) it took me a minute and she wasn't helpful um prepare them months in advance so when we found out we were moving we started preparing our children even if it wasn't like it's the military so it's not obviously set set in stone you know things could change dates could change different things but we started to mention it we do the same thing when my husband is going to go to a school or um you know the deployment and stuff we talk about it months in advance like as soon yeah. as we find out if we find out in january and it's in july we're talking about it now. always better to plan like it's always better to get them ready for it and then it get canceled and then it, yeah then just to spring it on them um one thing i always like to do is like so I, it's kind of like good cop bad cop or like do you want the good news first or the bad news first and <laughs> so it's like I always try to and I know Felicia does the same as but I always try to find something that I can present the bad news with and then I'm like okay but guess what mommy has planned like I always have like yeah like here's the good side so um if my husband is getting ready to leave I always try to find something fun that my kids can do, whether that's putting money aside to go to Texas. My kids love Texas Roadhouse. Um, so if that means like, okay, daddy's leaving, but Sunday after church, mommy's going to take you to Texas Roadhouse. Or um, Felicia and I found some free aquarium tickets and we we're like, perfect. The guys are leaving. We'll do that one weekend. Um, for one, it, it fills up your time as a mom just to like keep them going, um, get the time to go by faster, it feels like. But also, it's like, okay, my dad's leaving, but mommy has something really fun planned. Yeah. And, um, I think it really helps them because it kind of gets their mind off of it. And I know probably we'll like, we'll raise these kids that like, you know, eventually, uh, aquarium trip won't be enough to be like, all right, dad's leaving. When are we going to Disney world? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, something like that. But, um, even with the PCS, so my kids, um, they're very versatile. They, they've loved everywhere we lived. Um, it's, you know, always, it's, I feel like it's always the adult that's able to nitpick and find things that they don't like. And my kids have loved Colorado. I mean, they don't love the cold, but they do enjoy the snow and stuff like that. So when it was getting ready time, when we got orders to leave, um, no kid wants to like keep packing up and moving and stuff like that, being the new kid in school. And so I was like, well, we're going to move, but guess what? We're going to be closer to the beach and we're going to be closer to your auntie over here. And auntie Felicia is going to be this far away. And we get to go like, look at different places here and stuff. So start hyping them up as news comes with good stuff that's coming. Like, yeah, it's going to suck to say goodbye to our friends, but we're going to be back at the beach and you love going to the beach and things like that. So if you're able to present the bad news with some 
good news, I feel like it always works better. I mean, that that's why that's the saying for a reason. Do you want the bad news first or do you want the good news first? So, you know. Yeah, you don't definitely don't sweep it under the rug. I don't think like, I don't think we like, you know, um, we're going to go to the beach and don't tell them that they're going to have to say goodbye to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you have to be like, hey, this is the deal, you know, and yeah, the children and I know. Yeah, a lot of people are like, well, they're kids and they'll get over it. And then they will. But if you want a smoother transition, I can guarantee it. It's going to help you if you prepare them. If if not, then it's like, okay, nothing changes. I get to say, you know, 10 minutes for my aunt Cody and I'm, you know, perfectly content with that. But it's like, hey, just so you know, daddy's got to go to school, but um, we get to hang out with Aunt Cody. Like, oh, we're going to do this with Aunt Cody. We're going to go do this with this. Um, you know, hey, if you're not going to, if you're moving and you're not going to somewhere, you know, with a relative or um, family nearby or something, like the things around it, anything. When we moved here, we were like, we're going to see snow. Like, we're from the South. So, like, my kids are like, oh, yay, you know, the little dirt flurries that we got in North Carolina and Texas. And all. No, I'm like, no, we're going to see snow. Like, we're going to have so much snow that we can build, like, snowmen. And they're like, what? Like, I can go outside and build snowmen. Um, my kids, every time it would snow <laughs> during the three years that we've lived here, they're like, it's snowing. It's snowing. Like, can you believe it? And I'm like, I can't. Do you know where we live? <laughs> But um, exciting them with that, like she said, oh, we're going to the beach. Oh, you get to go to the fifth grade. Can you believe yeah. that? When you go to the next school, you get to go to the fifth grade. Um, people in their lives hyping them up. I am a big advocate of telling your teacher what is going on in your child's life. Yeah. They spend more of the day with your kid than I do, honestly. And so um, telling my teacher, you know, when my husband was up to deploy, I told my teacher, I need you to know this is what's going on in our life the next week. Like expect her mood changes, expect this, you know, please help her. And she did, not only did she like help her emotionally, but she helped her like prepare for that goodbye. Her whole class signed a card and gave it to us. And we're like, Oh, we, we wish you the best. We hope, you know, praying that you return safe and all of this thing. And I started crying when I got the letter (laughs) because I was like, how was like, I didn't ask you to go above and beyond for my child, but that meant the world to her you know she let her um take a picture of her dad and put it on her desk and have it there to kind of help her through it and so telling you know the teachers in your life or the Sunday school um our kids love their Sunday school teacher I mean they love her if they have somebody else they're like oh she's not here today (laughs) well yeah yeah for sure they love utilizing the school is really like huge like I'm glad you said that because a lot of people don't realize but the schools have mostly I, I won't say they all do but for the most part they have a, a military counselor for military children. So any my daughters know they're allowed to go see their military counselor once a week. Um, when dad's gone, they're allowed to go and find some comfort in her. And sometimes I think it's, it's a little better hearing it from somebody else. It's not mom, you know, cause they know like, well, mom's mom kind of says the same things over and over again, right? You kind of run out of ways to comfort them and making them feel better um, or new ways, I should say. Um, so it's like, well, let me, tri- let me pull the old mom trick out of the hat. Here you go. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, well go see your counselor at school because uh, she's trained for this stuff. She knows, you know, how to talk to them and how to make them kind of feel better. So if you find that maybe like your comfort just isn't enough, just like as mom, um, if it's not cutting it, see if your school has a military counselor. And I know my, I didn't even have to ask for it. They sent home the paperwork mm-hmm. and it was just like, do you want your child to see the counselor, uh, this military counselor? I was like, yep, 
Absolutely. So my kindergartner, my kindergartner, my first grader, and my third grader are all signed up to see the counselor when they need to. Um, and I mean, my kids, they love going there. And now if you have an emotional kid, like I do put some parameters up, like, you know, you can go once a week or you can go during recess and stuff like that, because my kid will be like, well, I'm missing dad. And it's like, you're missing dad every day. You don't get, you can't just skip class, (laughs) go see the counselor. So if you have a smart kid, um, make sure you put some parameters up there. Maybe talk to the teacher and say, Hey, we've talked. She can go once a week. She can go during recess. Um, I, I would never condone my child missing class to go see, um, her counselor multiple times, uh, a a week. So, yeah. Or even if you don't, you can have them reach out to somebody other than mom, right? Like I will gladly let my child confide in Cody. I will. Like it's one, I know Cody's not going to be like, yep, run away. Like you have to do it like right now, you know, like I know, especially because you can have the conversation with your friend after and be like, okay, this is what's happening. And I can help direct my child. You know what I found is really cool though. Um, as the girls get older is they can find in one another and you know, yeah, Yeah. they'll like, they'll like spill. Well, she said not to tell her mom. And I'm like, (laughs) well, you know, I'm going to tell her mom, but, um, I, I don't know. Like you said, we've watched them since they were four and now they're eight and they're like confiding in one another. Like, Oh, well, I remember when Mark was deployed, um, one night Kyler was, we were saying our prayers and she's like, well, we have to pray for uncle. Like we, we can't, we can't not pray for uncle. He's deployed and we have to pray for Natalie. And it just made me like, it made me so touched that it's like, you have so much compassion. Like I've taught you through compassion. My, for me, from me having compassion for how you're feeling, you are now turning that compassion into having it for your friends, yeah. for their family and stuff like that. And so I think that's a huge deal too, is, you know, your kids are going to reenact and repeat everything you do and say, and, um, you want to make sure that they're echoing a loving heart and you would never want them to be like, Oh, so-and-so's dad deployed. I told her to get over it. And that's, that's, that's what she signed up for. Could you like, could you imagine, right? You want yeah. You know, you want to, you want to hear, like, I told her that she's strong and that, you know, it's okay to miss your dad and stuff like that. It's definitely important and to continuously um, reiterate that, right? Because just like my husband can tell me beautiful, I'm beautiful all he wants every day, all day, but there's days that I'm like, do you think I'm pretty? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, duh, like, of course, like, I think you're, you know, beautiful and gorgeous and like, and, but there's times like you think about it, like, you know, as an adult, I need that reassurance. And, you know, you might be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But then you're like, well, he didn't tell me I'm beautiful today. Am I not beautiful anymore? Like, what is this? You know, like, and then he like, you know, text me later. Hey, sorry. I wasn't cool. (laughs) You know? Um, so just consistently offering that reassurance, you know, and reading your child, if your child does well, then feed into that, you know, if they're not super sad about it, then feed into that and be like, yeah, we're so excited to PCS. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're so excited to make some new friends. And if they're sad about it, let them have those feelings. I know my child will sometimes she's caught up in the moment. And when Cody and I said goodbye last time we were crying and my daughter was like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? And then when we got in the car to all say goodbye, it like hit her like a brick like, oh- wall. Yeah. She was like, oh, this is why we're crying. Like, the, yeah. and then she started crying and like having a hard time. And so like, whatever the process, while well, I had Cody's child over there, like hyperventilating on the phone, <laughs> I was like, stop doing that, Charlie. But um, whatever it is, whatever angle it is, you have to really like 
learn how they're adjusting. And as the, the older they get, the harder it might get, the older they get, the easier it might get. It depends. Like our children, they had a hard goodbye at Bragg. But honestly, I think this time is going to be a lot harder for the two girls just because they're like, I don't know. They're just so like our lives are so melded together that I think one- they've said goodbye enough to enough people now. I know my girls like they've made a couple friends where we live and, and they left. And I think I think they're old enough to realize like when they leave, they leave like yeah. like when they're gone, they're gone. And I think they know enough about the military to know how unique of an experience we had being stationed here again together. I think um they have learned enough that like, okay, well, um, when somebody moves, they, they move far away. They're not going, they're not going up the road. They're not moving to a new house They're moving to a new state, to a new country. And I might not ever see them again. And so we know like our girls will see each other again, but it's not going to be every Sunday at church. You know, our kids can go a week. They see each other weekly for the most part, unless somebody's sick or, um, you know, we're out of town or something like that, but they see each other weekly. Um, our boys see each other and they go to church together and our girls go to church together. And, um, so they have a bond. And I think as they get older, the more they start to learn about this life, you know, you can tell your four-year-old, your daddy's in the, in the, in the army and that's all it is. And then you tell your seven-year-old, your dad's in the army. And then they kind of like, okay, well my dad's in the army and he goes away a lot. And you know, that's where it, it stops and then they get older and it's like my dad's in the army that means I'm gonna move he goes on deployments he's gone a lot every year it gets a little bit harder because they understand a little bit more and I think you know coffee we are strong in our faith we we talk about church we talk about those things so if you if that's not something that applies to your family then you know you can skip this part but I think it's very important to instill a strong faith in your children that no matter what the circumstances are, like you're covered by, like by Jesus, by God, like you're covered. It, it doesn't matter. You know, if you have faith in the Lord, like we will see them again. And, you know, you just pray for them while we're, while we're apart. And um, even when that goes for their parent, my daughter dropped our, we dropped my husband off at the airport and um, she's, she gets very sad anytime he leaves, regardless if he's stateside. I mean, even when he goes on CQ shift, she's like, he's going to be home tomorrow. Right. (laughs) So I have to like remind her like, yes, your dad is going to be home. But (laughs) this time um, he was leaving and she was having a hard time and we were driving down the road. And she said, mom is the little voice in your head, Jesus. And I said, well, it depends what it's saying to you. And she said, well, I just heard a voice say you're strong. And I was like, yep, that's Jesus. <laughs> like, why did tears off my face? I'm like, yep, that's him. That's Jesus. Like, listen to that voice. And I think like a lot of times as she's gotten older and she's in church and she understands the power of prayer and finding comfort in the Lord, I I just turn her to him. I say, you know, like, that's a really good question. I don't, I, I don't know how to make you feel better. Like, you know, can we can pray about it? Do you want me to pray with you? Um, and sometimes she says yes. And sometimes she says no. And, you know, just respecting that uh, decision for her, but just always guiding her back. Like, okay, I'm not making you feel better. Dad's not making you feel better. Your counselor's not making you feel better. Then, okay, then let's lean on the Lord because that's kind of, that's as a Christian, that's, you know, that's your foundation. Yeah, exactly. And I think there's just so many unique ways we could, we have a hundred kids, like literally. (laughs) Um, So we could go on and on about, you know, 
each child and each stage and each way we help them. And um, at the end of the day, it really comes down to your child. You know your child best. And like she said, we had so many different emotions between the mix of ours that I feel like we've navigated it quite well. Um, none of our kids, you know, have ever said like, I hate you for taking my friends away yet. So like, <laughs> Not yet. We have- I think we're, yeah, I said yet. Cause I, I think we're doing pretty good. Our girls get a little bit mouthy now. So pray for us when nine comes next year, but um, just, just read, read the situation, really read the situation yeah. and see how your child's handling it. And then take whichever application applies best to your child and try it and let us know. And, you know, if it does work or you found something that um, works better, let us know so we can share because maybe somebody else has a child similar to yours versus what our children are like, or, you know, maybe it's mom and um, that is the service member and you have to approach it just a little bit differently because it's a little boy versus our emotional little daddy squirrels. Um, However it is, there's so many ways that you can get your children through it um, just by being their shoulder to lean on. Right. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.